What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Wardcast. Every Monday, we bring you the latest in video game news, talk about survival horror, machinima, and what's going on at the Ward. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Clark. With me today is Jazz Rich. Yo. Shayla Hill. Hello. And Cody Howard. Yee. I've come to the conclusion that Epic having a digital game store is pretty damn weird. I'm finding it hard yeah. to wrap my head around a publisher distributing another publisher's games. That's that's like Microsoft going to Sony to sell their games through the PlayStation Store. Like, well, what? Sony sells Minecraft, and Minecraft's owned by Microsoft. And yeah, but that's one game. They're opening themselves up to like everybody. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. It's gone full circle. I, I it's it's going somewhere. Next thing you know, Epic sells Steam games. It's, yeah, it's something. It's fucking bizarre. Jazz, how was your week? It was good. We're we're going back to this. I don't do anything different weekly, so I don't really know. Like, I try to remember things I did this week, but I didn't work, so... Well, I was thinking about combining our weeks with what we've been playing to kind of make things flow a little quicker, so... There might be a solution coming soon. We'll see. Oh, fuck. Now I gotta get on my Xbox and see what my recent games are so I can tell you what I've been playing. How do you not know what you've been playing? Are you playing, like, really my library, games? My library is 614 games but on Xbox alone. But you play them all weekly? It's hard to keep track sometimes. That's fair. So nothing nothing going on, Jazz? Uh, just, yeah. Just been playing games all week. Just being alive. Yeah, sort of. Sort of, but barely. Yeah. Shayla. And I did it. How was your I've week? Been, um, I've been pretty busy, but I've been working on editing my machinima and played a little bit of Sonic Mania. Cody, how'd, uh, how'd your week go? Well, I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Been playing a lot of Spyro. That's a different and segment. And myself. <laughs> Wait. Outside I, of video game, outside of what you've been playing, oh, how was your week? Oh, shit. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> uh, guess it's been relaxing. I haven't done much. Just watched a lot of Joe Bob Briggs' The Last Drive-In on Shudder. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you don't know Joe Bob Briggs? I mean, I do barely. I remember him doing some shit on TNT related yeah. to monster stuff. Like when yeah, I was he brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> He's like 60 now, and he brought it back, and he's and he's doing it on Shutter now, and it's called The Last Drive-In. Wow, that's that's really it's strange. Awesome. What a weird thing to bring back, but that's cool. How was your week, Sean? Oh, thank you, thank you for asking. So uh, for me, I got my imported Onimusha HD Collector's Edition, which is super awesome, but it's for Switch, so I can't play it because that's in storage. <laughs> but I got that in the mail. Yeah, I'm excited for the the PS4 version to come out on Tuesday. I'll be able to play that, so I'm hyped for that. But I've been watching this thing called Honest Ads, which is like a mock-up commercial show. It's kind of what you would expect. They like they pitch products to you, but they tell you about like all the fucked up shit about the product and the company. One of them's for like an ad for coffee, and instead of saying things like our beans are gathered from the finest sources in Colombia, and our coffee wakes you up in the morning to help prepare for your day and feel alive and awake. Instead of that, they say shit like, our beans are gathered by slave children who are paid pennies a day so that you can consume our black addictive drug <laughs> that we sell to you legally. It's great. Black tar heroin. Exactly. And they, and they sell it to you legally, and you love it. But no, it's just like 
two or three minute episodes of, of that. They just kind of flip commercials on their head and just make them funny and it's awesome. But yeah, so that's that's pretty good. Um, something that's not so good is Berserk Season 2. I'm almost done with that. Overall, that's Go been kind of disappointing. <laughs> wow! It's been really disappointing. Like, it's an alright show, but... It just it doesn't really go anywhere, and the places that it that it does go to are kind of underwhelming. So, just a really missed opportunity, which sucks because it's been a long time coming. My so buddy's a that. big fucking berserk fan. Yeah, I used to be, and then it fucking died, and then they finally brought it back, and they've they pretty much ruined it. So, great. <laughs> That's why you should read the manga. I'm gonna read the manga. The manga's over, right? No. It's still going. It's been going for like 30 years. Yeah. Uh, I watched a movie called Night of the Living Deb. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little underground film. You might not heard of it. It's like a like a self-aware zombie comedy, and that was that was pretty decent. Wait, Night of the Living Dead? No, no, no. Night of the Living De- Deb. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a parody. Well, it's not even really a parody movie. It's just like a zombie comedy kind of, just self-aware kind of thing. It's it's entertaining move over rom-com it's time for zom-com <laughs> i thought about using that term but fucking christ <laughs> but i didn't want that reaction <laughs> but yeah other than that um i secretly love it it's great it's beautiful but yeah after about six months i finally resolved my uh battle with fiverr so that's nice so alex she uh she does the voice for ada on days and she did some like let's plays and stuff like that with me. She uh, she started and for a while managed my Fiverr account. If you don't know what Fiverr is, it's basically like an online marketplace where you can sell like services as like an artist, a musician, editor, actor, and so on. I have one of those. So like you set up your page and it kind of shows like the service that you offer to people, and then people can contact you and you can do like one-off jobs for them. And just it's kind of a cool way to make additional money. But uh, I completed like, I don't know, 10, 15 projects, something like that on there. So I had a balance of money dollars on there. And uh, Alex Alex started to get too busy and she couldn't manage the account anymore. So I tried to take it over and it was just a fucking ordeal. Like trying to get the information changed over, it was just a nightmare. Like because everything was under her name. Like it was her email address, it was her phone number, the security questions and stuff like that. It was all hers and she didn't remember some of the information. And when I went to go get the password reset or to get my email put in there instead of hers, like they wanted to send everything to her like email and and send the codes to her phone number and shit. I haven't been talking to her like on a regular basis. So that's just been like this huge fucking nightmare to get it done. And it's taken six months to fucking resolve it like they suspended my account and then they released it and then they they closed it permanently i had to put in like five support tickets i had to reset my password like 10 fucking times it was just it was driving me insane so finally mess finally that's dealt with i got my money my account's still closed which kind of sucks because like as you complete gigs on there you start to build like a reputation and then like the higher your reputation ah, reputation (laughs) goes you get marketed throughout the community like they'll advertise you more or like when they search voice actor or whatever like you're more likely to come up so the fact that that's gone and i have to start over is kind of frustrating but at least i got my money (laughs) so it's a start so that was my fucking week so before we get into what we've been playing who's played the resident evil 2 remake one shot demo i have i have I was purposely Liar. not trying to play it. <laughs> I wanted to. I want to wait. I want it to be like a surprise when it comes out. I, 
I wanted to as well, but I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It was there, and it was just too tempting. And I don't dick around. I filmed it immediately, minutes after I downloaded it. Like I, and I kind of like the idea of how they did it, where it's like a one-shot where you just get 30 minutes, you can go in, play it a little bit, and then it's done. You know, like they only give you a very small taste of what it is. So, I mean, I'm okay with that. They didn't really spoil anything. Like, the the area that you play in is what we've already seen. You know, it's that very beginning part of the police station, so it's not spoiling anything. You just get a feel for, like, what the gameplay is like and, and more along that thing. So that's good. Like, no, point no your story. Point you shoot it. Bang, bang. Yeah, bang, bang, zoom. But that way, nothing's really spoiled. You just get to, to kind of know if it plays like shit or not, which was my concern. And, uh... I mean, it was it was really good. Like it, it plays really well. The difficulty feels right. The environments are really great. Like it feels good to explore it, and it feels very classic survival horror. Just kind of going through the enclosed environments and kind of hey. what? Hey, what? On a note of you calling me a liar, can Whoa. I just say Whoa. that I did play it? <laughs> she was hiding it from me. I she made a let's play. play what? I did a let's play of my playing it, and I'm really happy that there's a fucking bathroom in the RPD now. Wow. Yay! Yeah, I've never had one before. I can't believe never you actually had one played before. it. Yeah. You know what? I knew that you were going to be pissed off at me, <laughs> and I knew that you were going to tell me to, so I was like, I'm going to fucking strike this right now and do it. I would <laughs> never do that. Basically, <laughs> I played it, it for you, which was great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> how, how dare you deceive me? I was editing my Let's Play earlier, but we were all talking and I got confused, so I stopped. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, but I kinda except there's, I a, there's a catch. There's a catch. I played it in German. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I put it in German as a joke, and then I forgot to switch it back. It's like, wow. well, I can't go back now. I have half an hour. Let's well, go. how was it in German? Um, I understood when he said her name's Claire. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all you need to know. I was like, hey, I know that one. Or when he said Shiza. 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 Yeah, I mean, there yeah. there was a couple things that I was a little bit concerned about. Like, the camera movement was a little bit clunky, and the movement itself was a little bit weird. The but panting. I think it just kind of gets a little... Like, it, it, it just takes some getting used to, but just getting right into it, it felt kind of weird. Um, and then, like, the interaction with the, uh, the items and the doors was kind of weird. You had to be at the perfect spot to interact with something, especially the doors. And interacting with the doors doesn't even really have a purpose. Like, when you go to a door... The icon will prompt for you to interact with it, but you don't but need to do that. But you just run into that. it and yeah. open it anyway. If you just walk into it, it opens. So that prompt should even exist. I like that he tries the exist. knob <laughs> and pushes the door, though. He's like, I'm going to fucking fuck. Yeah. And then just like when I was trying to pick up items and stuff, like, it just, I don't know. I'd have to hit the button several times and kind of readjust my character for him to it's actually so pick it up. It's so weird. You, like, when you pick up ammo, it automatically goes to combine. So you have to combine the ammo you just picked up yeah. with the normal ammo. Why not just auto-stack it? <laughs> Yeah, there's no yeah, there's that and there's no option to take. It's just like combine. But or... does it give you the option to just like put it directly in your gun? No. Oh. I wasn't paying attention. So. It's so weird. It is super weird, but I mean these are really minor things. Overall, I mean, it's it's really good. It plays good. It looks great. Uh, um, I put they, the brightness too high. <laughs> I didn't even touch the brightness cuz like I knew it would look all washed out and stuff, but that game is dark as hell. But in a good uh, way, it's supposed to be. That's why they give you Sean, a flashlight. I, like, basically raged about how everybody was talking about the game and how, like, to shit to, to Beth, I was telling her, like, why I don't really have interest in getting it right this fucking second and shit. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go in my room for, like, half an hour, no longer than that. 
and do a commentary of my playing the stupid fucking demo for Sean. And she's like, have fun, buddy. And I come back out half an hour later with, like, a frown on my face. And she's like, was it horrible? I'm like, I kind of want it now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm yes. so mad. I was like, I don't have 80. <laughs> you mean 70? Or did they have no, been converted? in Canada. Ah. Uh, yep. But yeah, judging from the demo, oh, it's going to be pretty damn good. So that's exciting. The and they added food. some really cool like quality of life things. Like when you when you pick something up and your inventory's full, like you can just immediately swap your items. So you don't have to like go find the item box and put it in the item box and backtrack and get the item again. Put it in your fanny pack. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and you could upgrade your fanny pack. <laughs> your fanny pack. I want stickers on mine. I love the fanny pack. Yeah, in the first game you could get like a one-time upgrade to your inventory and that was it but in this one you get it looks like you get two slots at a time you can find like these little bags that slowly increase your inventory more and more i really like that i think that's cool she's gonna yell at me when she hears this podcast because she was like hey that the demo for that game is out you like resident evil i'm like get fucked i don't want to play it <laughs> and I'm like, yeah i played it like while you were telling me that <laughs> that's cool but yeah, this is this was a really gr- I'm I'm glad I played this thing because just because like it's a really great way to do a demo because like I said they didn't really go into any story elements outside of what we already know from the announcement trailer and then you get to go in there and get a taste for it and like that's all you really need. My only problem with this is that they released it so close to the release of the actual game. Right. It's kind of pointless. Like if they had released this when they announced the game or maybe even a month or two ago like, that would have made a lot more sense. And then, you know, it gets data mined because it's a demo, and all the plot comes out like in RE7 when they data mine that demo. And Or if you just fucking make it its own thing, like, take a chunk of the game, separate it from the actual source file. Like, you don't need to put the whole game out there as a demo. Like, just take a piece of it, you know, and make it its own thing. That way, when people jump into the data, all they're going to find is what's in the demo. Like it, it you can't imagine, be that like, difficult. the data miners open up the demo right before it releases, and they're going to spoil everything, and every file they open just says, get fucked. That would be amazing. <laughs> See, that's, that's just what like should do. It's just like RE2 script, double-click, open WordPad, get fucked. That's all it says <laughs> for every line. Leon opens door slowly, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> just says, everything says for itchy tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, that's Sean, did you... Awesome. Did, Without, like, saying what it is, did you figure out the the fucking passcode on that locker? Uh, the, the weapons locker? No. Well, I don't... I didn't have a weapon in there. Just ammo. I think well, she means, uh, the, like, the word pad. Yeah, there's, like, three letters. Well, there there's multiple lockers that have that, like, three-number combination. And no, I didn't figure out any of those. I was able to get one of the medals, though, out of the... That puzzle with the symbols. Oh, I couldn't figure that like, out. I was able to get away. one of those, but there's like three of them. I walked away because I was mad my ladder wasn't there. <laughs> I fiddled with the puzzles, backtracked halfway backwards when the dude wanted me to go back to the main hall. And I was like, shit, I can't go any back from here. And then I had to retrace back to the the room near the end of the demo, the, the library. Um, and I still had minutes to finish that demo. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you almost died in that first area. <laughs> I fucking laughed at that. You were one hit away from dying there, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, is I was this like, fucker going to really die herb. here? <laughs> I think it took me 23 minutes. What's cool is the zombies are actually threatening. Like, zombies are so retarded. overused at this point, it's it's almost hard to be scary, but like, not only do they look really creepy, but since everything's so confined, 
and they take a lot of damage and apparently they damage you a lot judging from Cody's playthrough because <laughs> um, I got I get they're eaten really almost immediately. one thing that I've always liked about Resident Evil is when you shoot when your bullet connects with an enemy it feels nice you know like it makes a big impact and it just has this really specific kind of feeling but that's kind of gone in the remake but the reason for it is good like it's a good reasoning because when you're shooting the zombies they don't really they're not phased by it so they continue to come at you so they're more of a threat in that regard and like it's nice to be able to freely aim but even shooting them in the head like it does more damage but it still takes several shots to bring them down and i think that's really important because if you can free aim and you can just go for the head every time it's just going to be way too easy and so, then they fall on the floor, and you go, wow, they're dead, and yeah. then they get back up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they did a really good job on how they approached combat, and I thought that was cool, even though it was a little weird at first. I was watching somebody play it, and they totally, like, threw it back to, like, classic RE, when they're just like, oh, yeah, he's totally dead. He's not bleeding on the ground, and they got back up, and you said, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, for me, since I didn't adjust the brightness, I couldn't even see the, like, if there was a pool of blood, I didn't see that at all, <laughs> because it there was, was no pool of blood. There was no pools of blood. He's just like, you know he's dead when he bleeds on the ground, but I think he's dead, and he just gets back up. He goes, no! <laughs> yeah, I, I'm definitely excited for this. I, I have all the faith in the world that it's going to be good. Don't fuck up, Capcom. You got this. <laughs> but yeah, so that was long-winded. So, Jazz, what are you playing? Other than the demo of Resident Evil 2? Yes. Uh, well, right now, <laughs> while we were waiting for Shayla, <laughs> I was playing... I went back to my Always Sometimes Monsters, and I still haven't figured out what the fuck to do, so I didn't do anything. Uh, earlier today, I was playing Apocalypse, because it was in my PS3. Apocalypse? how much fun it is. Yeah, with that, Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's weird. Every time you say that, like I know what that game is, but when you say that name, it just does not register in my brain. I guess because I'm thinking like modern. There's no yeah. recent game that's called Apocalypse. I don't think. Oh, that that PS1 game. You mean that shitty X-Men movie? <laughs> that's actually yeah. That's kind of what came into mind. Uh. That movie's garbage. Garbage. Never speak of it again. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Aww. of garbage movies and people getting salty. Sean, last night, when I made Angry Joe Salty on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even about his movie thing, I'm just like, all he does is bitch and fucking moan, and I was like, why do I still follow you, and he just got all super salty. I actually had to delete those tweets, or, yeah, the the one where it said, why do I unfollow you, and then I said, done, because the guy is like, you're a pussy, unfollow him then, and I was like, okay, done. I deleted those because I started getting fucking spammed like an hour or so after I messaged you that by a shit ton of people. Well, to be fair, you're you're kind of being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like, you go on Twitter, all you're going to do is bitch about like Trump this and you're all fucking crazy. And if you don't agree with him, he fucking berates you. And I, I'm just like, I haven't watched him in years because he's a fucking, he's biased as fuck. Like, I like the idea he has. But when you're fucking, like, super biased and, like, ex- like inclusive or exclusive or whatever fuck you call it, it's just, like, you just come off as sour and whiny. And I was just like, why? Why am I still following him? Because I keep forgetting to. And I was just, like, making a remark. And he's just like, oh, I see how it is. You can go hashtag live your life fucking super salty. Yeah, I love it. it's funny that he responded to you. But uh, what else you got, Jess? Uh, are we are we still in the what I'm playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we derailed there for a minute. I love um, it. Um, fuck, every time. <laughs> I've been I've been on 
Revelations a little bit, just to try to get an idea of what I'm doing next, but that's a different You played art long enough to show me that my poor thing is worth the yeah, yeah, I was on Ark with Diz a lot, because we're trying to do, um, we're like Ark Adventure compilations, where we just like, we save really retarded shit that we do to each other, and then we're going to make like a big one video with it. Oh, that's cool, uh, I didn't know you were doing that. And I'm also, uh, we, we came up with an idea for like, a sort of little machinima with Ark, kind of like Survivor, <laughs> <laughs> and we, I keep getting more ideas, and we exchange them a lot so we go on there and we're playing but most of the time we're just we're trying to make guns so we have a lot of fucking time to wait to get enough like resources so we just come up with ideas um and i feel like there's other games i've been i i played more tomb raider because i want to play shadow of the tomb raider again but i i want to play like all three but i just never have the time to just sit there and play through all three games at once (laughs) that's a big commitment of time (laughs) yeah i think like if I, well, I, I don't remember my schedule next week, but I believe I'm off from Tuesday to Friday again, so I'm just going to do it then. I'm just going to, like, play all three. And, um, last but not least, yesterday I was streaming some Code Veronica for Alec because he always asks me to do it again. He's like, hey, it's been a while. Can you do that? And I'm like, okay. But my thing kept, like, disconnecting, so I just gave up. Oh. Yeah. I love that game. It's so good. Yeah. It makes me want to work on the machinima, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to do that. But- Eh. I don't. You have a million things going. I, I get you. It's fine. But still. Yeah. And I haven't read the book like I said I was going to do. But I did read I, re, I read some parts for, I think, demo yesterday. Because <laughs> he didn't know about the whole, like, Wesker hard-on part. You're supposed to read that book in silence, <laughs> remember? You're doing it wrong. <laughs> that was for the video. <laughs> oh, fuck. How about you, yeah. Shayla? What have you been playing? Did Jazz just say Wesker hard-on? <laughs> Shayla, you know about that. I do? Is okay, it in one so... of those Is it in one of those books by that girl? Yeah, do I have to read uh... it so people who are listening don't think I'm fucking perverted? <laughs> I kinda of forgot that there was even such a thing like that and I haven't read those books in like ever. But, yeah, it's it's basically it's in Code Veronica when Chris and Wesker are fighting and C- Wesker's trying to piss off Chris, so he's like he's like, I'm gonna go conduct some experiments of my own in Antarctica is your sister good looking? Because I have a hard on. Oh, oh my god! And Chris gets all pissed off and like I was like, how is what? Oh, the nineties. You should have a hard on. Seven <laughs> inches is all that I have for you. <laughs> seven, seven inches. Seven inches is all I have to play with you. Oh god. Gross. <laughs> what you been playing, <laughs> Please, quick. Uh, go. I have been playing. Um. Oh. Okay, so mainly I've just been playing Sonic Mania, but I wanted to make note that after the podcast last week, I went back down to the arcade room, and they had Dance Dance Fever on in, and it's not what you think it is, but it's, or no, Don Don Fever on, and it's like this parody of a shump, shmup, shoot 'em up, but it's like ridiculous. I mean, it looks like at first glance, it just looks kind of normal. It's like, oh, spaceships shoot in outer space, but like, the, the little things that drop are little disco men doing the little disco dance and like the bomb makes like a big like disco ball explosion and it's amazing. Wow. Shayla, I thought you said you were going to the pool. I did go to the pool, but I mean like I had another day yeah. of the con after They the have arcade machines in the pool. Oh, <laughs> <America>. <laughs> 
After you left, I told them the story of, of the hot tub when you were talking to me, and then you dropped oh the phone. Oh my god, and I... <laughs> you were just like, what's up? <laughs> great. It's great. But yeah, and I haven't been able to play Monster Hunter, but I have been playing Dirty. Good. 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 Why are you so... Good. You want her to do a machinima. <laughs> she has to play the game. Oh, fuck. And it's a good game. Why are you hating so much? <sighs> It is a it is play. a good game. What I can play, but uh. Well then, why don't you? Be- oh. Because because I'm trying to play other things. I'm trying to broaden my horizons. Okay. See my buddy put over seven hundred hours in Monster Hunter. And plus, I just like I'm kind of jaded, I guess, because I went into like the last time that I really played Monster Hunter and I played a lot of it was during one of their events that come and go, and you already know how I feel about that. I was really involved in it, and I I probably spent. Like six or seven hours that day just grinding out those missions and it just it felt like there's no end like there's always going to be new armor and new missions and new shit to grind out and it's like it's i it's want this bodysuit from this t-rex thing let me get you know three missions in i got one scale okay let me do that for seven plus hours to get this full set but like it's, that's why i quit it's basically a games as service and again, you know how I feel about that, but like, I can't, it's not going to stop. Like, I, I need games that I can go into, enjoy it, and have it end so that I can move on to another game because I'm so behind, like, my backlog is infinite. And I want to go and play those games, so like, I feel like I'm almost wasting my time when I'm playing a games as service because it's never going to end, I'm not, it's just forever. <laughs> Look at Street Fighter, same shit. But at least Street Fighter, I can play, like, it's not overwhelming. Like, that's the thing with Monster Hunter is, like, there's just, there's too much. And there's more that's always coming. And I, it's, that's great. If that's your game, like, if that's the game that you're going to play all the time like you do, that's cool. But you're, you're, you're missing, but you're that. missing out on so many other games is the problem. It sucks. But it's, it's, a, like good, it's a good arc, game. Though. It's a good game. It is a good game. You just need to. I just don't like the repetitiveness. You just need to stop. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it's just like I I have like more games than all you guys, but like you guys are like exactly. Oh, you should be viewing this just... the same way, like more than me. You should be like, oh, I've got all these that's games just... that I haven't even touched yet. Why am I playing that's... Monster Hunter every second that I have to play games? That's just a testament how enjoyable the game is. That I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with my friends, having. Like having a really good online experience and getting content and like new content to constantly play and keep me like interested, despite the fact that I have like a billion different things I could play. You like, mean the one hour new content that you stretch into seven hours of grind? <laughs> I don't. I don't really see it like necessarily that way. I mean, I yeah. You're gonna have to come feed your stego though. I know he's gonna die. He's, I was he's actually wanting like, to do that for the bones. podcast. Like, can I go revive my Stego? Yeah. We'll do that after this. But yeah. But it's like we I have. Just, <laughs> I guess I just don't... Um, I don't know. I don't see it as like that grindy. But Sean, Sean doesn't spend hours in one video game. Fucking weeks trying to get all the trophies, though. So you will stab you. <laughs> He's like, come play this game with me. I'm like, okay. But like ten so minutes here, later, I'm like, I fucking hate this game. I'm leaving. Here's the thing, though. Like, Street Fighter Five has an end. It might, I might never get to it, <laughs> but I'm playing it because I'm trying to get to that end. And then once I get there, it's done. Like Monster Hunter, I don't feel like I, 
like I want to get all the trophies, but I don't feel like I'm ever going to get to an end there. And that what about sucks. Last of Us? Last of Us, again, I'm done. <laughs> we'll get into that when okay. when we go to what I'm playing. But like most of the games I play have an end. There's a ceiling there. And the games that don't, I feel like once I'm done with that, even if it's a fantastic game, I don't feel accomplished. I feel like I'm just leaving a lot of shit on the table and I'm missing out. But unless I'm committed to play that fucking game forever, which is going to limit like how much time I'm going to have to play other games, I'm just not going to be able to enjoy it on that level. And I don't like that. And and I'm the worst. I'm a completionist. So like when I play Monster Hunter, I want every suit of armor and I want all the collectibles and I want oh, all the fucking palicos. Like I want all the shit. And the only way that's going to happen is if that game is my life. <laughs> and I can't do that. It's funny. You would have hated me. When Dragon Crown was out, if you'd talked to me back then. Oh, I know. Because, you were playing like, that constantly. Constantly. <laughs> but again, at least that game has a ceiling. <laughs> Not really. Have you done the Tower of Mirage? So it, it has a mode that's endless, and that's okay. Yeah, mode is fine. But yeah, when, you know, when your main game, game is... Uh... Then your argument is kind of moot, because Monster Hunter actually has moot. like an ending and credits roll. And, like, kind of. Again, like technically, you could get the trophies and call it a day. You beat it. And also, yes, there's a story. But for Monster Hunter, that game was built around being a community and being an ongoing thing. It's it's almost like an MMO in a way. It's meant to go on and be supported long term. Like that's what you like when you buy into that that game. That's what you're buying into. You're not buying into the campaign. I like the campaign. I like the campaign too. I played that I've game. Never I went have back that game, it. and I actually really like that game. I just, I need to move on from it. I got hella close. I'm pretty sure, and I just stopped because I was just like, "Fuck this." I'm like, oh my god, my I fucking love that game so much. I've it's been killing me that I haven't been able to play it all week. To be to be fair though, like I'm doing the same with Ark. Like Ark has no end game. Well, it does, but it's like such a fucking long ass. There's no credits in Ark either. You don't ever complete a story. You just you just get to the highest tier of upgrades. No, there's no there's actually a you gotta like get all the all the things to go kill each dragon. There's like three or four dragons in the Nether World, and those are like bosses. That's how you finish a game. It's just like Minecraft. Minecraft, great game, lots of fun, but you can jump into that and lose a month building a fucking house. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is I mean. great. And when you go I mean. into like, that game. Like you know that, and that's the experience. And you, and again, you could play that game forever and ever if you really want to. But that's just I can't do that. Like I like playing games as a whole. Like I'm not, I'm just, I'm not a Minecraft player. I'm not a Monster Hunter player. I, yeah, like, I'm a you, game player. I like play playing them, all kinds after of games. A while you're like, no. <laughs> and it's like even when oh. I'm playing games, it's like in the back of my mind, there's five or six or seven other games that I'm thinking about. Like I want to get to. So when I'm Maybe pouring all this time into this one game i'm just like fuck <laughs> but that's what i mean like we all we all have our like you like playing the games with the campaigns and but you like the ones that have goals to get actual trophies to finish the game demo can spend fucking years on fallout <laughs> <laughs> killing people in his base and kicking them out <laughs> i uh i can play everything except for sports games and call of duty if it's if it's anything outside of the realms of those two games i'll play it yeah, see, and then, like, Shayla is, seems like more of a MMO, like, playing with the community. And I fucking... Yeah! Just like them all. Like, I'll play anything. Actually, I like sports games, but only hockey. And it's just, like... 
But doesn't it like, ever bother you that, like, there's all these other games that you even have right now that but you can't I, get I to because you're them. playing? Well, no, I'm talking about you... Shayla. Like, oh. you, you're playing, well, you're playing other games, and yeah. But like, usually I play like I like retro games because like I can sit down and play them in one sitting kind of thing. Like, they're very like, uh, like you Short. can just kind of sit down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that. Great. Like some people get pissed off because they play a game and it's too short, but when I play a game and I beat that shit in like two or three hours, I'm like, yes, great, <laughs> fuck yeah, yes, ah, <laughs> fucking love it. And the thing is yeah. too, like if every game had the Monster Hunter or Games of Service model, pick three games or two games or maybe even one game. That's all you get. That's all you're gonna be playing because it's never gonna stop. <laughs> Honestly, my biggest downside is to it. To it is that. It's hard for me to find people who want to play it consistently. Like, it's hard for, like, for me, it's easy to just keep playing Monster Hunter. But it's hard for me, like, with it being a year old, to find... It's almost like I have to be forced to get out of my comfort zone and, and either... And, like, try to find new people to hunt with, which hasn't gone very well. Or just, like, bug my friends to play. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like... Well, that's hard too because you get left behind. Like that's another thing. If you're not playing it every day, and your friends are, true. no, that's not true. Me and Usagi are like always, always, always ready and willing to help, especially if you're a friend, to help. Like Usagi, especially Usagi, just like loves to help people through the game, and Usagi is super cool and polite and fun to play with. Well, no, that's cool that. That there's people willing to carry you through that, but it doesn't change the fact that as you level up and get new gear and shit, the other people are still left behind, and whether you grind that out yourself or you get people to help, you still got to constantly catch up, and that just sucks. Catch up. Catch up. But yeah, uh, what else have you been playing? Anything? That's it. I've just been too busy with work that between Dara's suit and um, play, like getting to play Sonic Mania for a minute and just playing tons and tons of arcade games like Sunday and Sunday at MAGFest. That's cool that you got to play stuff like that. Oh my god, it's so fun. And they have like lots of like um like it's really cool how they have like an entire like warehouse size space for just consoles and then another entire warehouse size space for just indie games and then a whole other warehouse size space for just like Arcade games, pinball games, claw machines, uh, beat 'em ups, versus fighting games, shoot 'em ups, everything you can think of. They even had a fucking get in a little raft and row with an or Sega game, like River Rafting something or Crazy Rafting. I think I've actually that seen that amazing. before, yeah. Yeah. And all this shit's on free play. I mean, you have to pay to get in, of course, but like. It's cool to be able to just sit and play the same game over and over again, or even just like, hey, I don't have to pump quarters in this to get to the end of this game. I can just keep hitting start and play all the way through. I just it's imagine fun. somebody's like playing DDR, and then like you can't put your fucking token on the side of the screen to call. <laughs> so you just, just, like, just have to push him to the ground. <laughs> People just my turn. Mine. <laughs> People Where just might line up. Like, there's this. Taito Drum Master game that I really like and it has the Ninja Warrior song Daddy Malk on it and it's like it's Malk. this old school Japanese I know it sounds a horrible name but it's actually just a really cool like da na 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 da na 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 it's fucking awesome anyway 
that used to have a fucking line even until like 5 a.m. in the morning. Like, I was trying to get on that game and there was still a fucking line. Like, they didn't have it this last year or this year because, like, there was drama with the people that bring that game. But yeah, that fucking game is so fun. And there's, like, always a line for it. But it's, oh, so good. And it had the Ava Evangelion main theme on it, too, which is really fun to play. <laughs> uh, I love going to arcades, especially when you can just, like, replay everything. Yeah, it's and there's all kinds bad. of weird Japanese shit. It's too bad arcades are dying. Or not I even. Know. Arcades are fucking dead. It's over. <laughs> they are dead. But I think conventions are doing really well right now. And you can actually see... Like, my friend who runs like the game rooms at some of these conventions, he's go he goes to a lot of places. It's kind of his main job is just like taking his arcade stuff to conventions for people to play so the convention can have a game room so and he brings some really cool rare and unique stuff so where i mean our kids are convention huh where is this convention magfest is in washington it's in magville in magville magfest is in washington dc and like the widoka team goes to animazement which is in north carolina and then i think they do one in like west salem north carolina and but the one I don't know. He goes all over the place. He goes to Boston. The one you go to. Where the did one you go? I go to is Magfest in in uh, Maryland. It's fucking cool. Cool. Cody. Yeah. What have you been playing? Yeah. I've recently finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I've been playing a good bit of Spyro. I played the uh, the Resident Evil demo, so you know that. And. I think that's it. Spyro, Assassin's Creed, mainly. I really want yeah. To play Assassin's Creed. It looks so good. I hear so many positive things about it. It is. It is so freaking good. I just like. I didn't care for the ending, and I guess I got the best ending. But it was just so anticlimactic to me that I was just like, I didn't know it was the ending. I thought it was just another cutscene. <laughs> that sucks. And, yeah, I was just like, okay, this cutscene's pretty neat, and then the credits came on, I said, wait, what? <laughs> to be continued. Like, um, after the credits end, you could still roam around. The game's practically infinite, because uh, the part of the story is that there's a war between the Athenians and the Spartans, and you're a mercenary, so you can work both sides. So, like, whenever you go to a country and you just kill their leaders, kill their soldiers enough... The Spartans will actually come in and take it over, and the meter will refill as a Spartan meter. So you can go around in the Spart newly found Spartan land, kill the Spartans until their meter goes down. They go to war with the Athenians, they retake over, and you could just keep doing that to earn XP over and over and uh, all throughout the world. Like, when I see that game on a store shelf, like I see the $110 version, it just makes me feel gross. Because, <laughs> like, I would even be okay if it was the disc and it had everything on the disc. But I know that it's the season pass in there, and it's like, I'm going to have to fucking spend as much on the DLC as the game to get that full experience, and I just don't like I, that. Uh, I dumped 70 hours, maybe more, into it at this point. Because when I beat it, it beat it in like 69 hours something or whatever. Yeah, that's and a big-ass like game. And I didn't buy the season pass. Oh, God. It's The Witcher 3 all over again. Uh-huh. Beat Spyro 1. I actually... I have a story about Spyro if you haven't watched my Let's Play, so you, if you do or don't know this, uh, whatever. I have never played Spyro until the Reignited Trilogy ever in my life. 
I've heard that that's kind of a polarizing experience. What do you mean? Just because like people that that play that as a modern game, they can't really appreciate it for what it is because it still kind of feels like a game that's locked in that time period where it's kind of clunky and kind of dated. Well, I my only experience with Spyro is a PlayStation 1 demo disc that had like the first level of Spyro 1. And that's my only interaction with it. So I got to play Spyro 1 just the first level ever only. And playing Spyro officially for the first time with the Reignited Trilogy, and that'll start being... Oh, wait, that isn't uploaded on the channel yet. It's scheduled. It'll be here near spoilers. the end of the month. But spoilers, playing Spyro here in the next 10 days. Um, But yeah, like the whole Let's Play of 1 and like half of 2 is uploaded already and scheduled. But I actually... uh. I 100%ed Spyro 1 within, like, the day. Damn. Every single achievement in Spyro 1 and 120%ed it. So you could say I liked it. <laughs> I would hope so. Though, granted, I've completed 100% games that are garbage. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I beat it, and then I went out of my way to go back, and I was like, oh, achievements. But yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I still got a lot to do, like... I guess spoilers if you didn't know anything about... Don't spoil that game for me. It's not a main story thing. It's like side quest nonsense. Um, there's mythical creatures in it, like there was in Origins. Yeah, I think they so, advertised that actually in the trailer. Yeah, I couldn't remember because I didn't really watch the trailer. I just bought it off a whim and then said, wow, this game is fantastic. So I still have yet... To even go around and fight any of the mythical creatures in Odyssey. I've not done that yet at all, and I fucking put 70 hours into this game. Damn. Yeah. And that's that's another thing they've been kind of adding more and more. Like th- that's just kind of the way games are these days, is they just want they want you to keep playing forever and ever. And I don't like that. <laughs> but like I think they just they're either re releasing something soon or they just released a, a DLC. I don't know if it's paid or not, but I think it adds, like, armor and some quests and I think maybe levels or something like that. Yeah, they did an update on Odyssey because the max level was 50 and I reached that, I think, yesterday or the day before, (laughs) finally. And the update took it from max cap 50 to 70. Damn, that's a big jump. Yeah, so you got 20 levels to grind out. Action-adventure games are being treated like an mmo up in level caps and shit it's like fucking stop (laughs) yeah they did when they did the level cap they did a a really neat thing part of the update is that they they uh if you equipped a weapon or piece of armor you now forever have that aesthetic so you don't need to uh equip your strongest and then you look all fucking ugly because you have like 800 different pieces of armor on that aren't that's cool yeah they do that in monster hunter too yeah so if you equipped a weapon or piece of armor that has a specific style you forever can now go to your other weapons press x on them and change the look of them so they have the same stats it just looks cosmetically different for free nice that's awesome oh yeah i forgot I've been playing Prey for the first time, the new one. How is that? Uh, it's good so far. I'm only two hours in because I can only play when I record for YouTube. So I haven't recorded anymore, so I'm still two hours in. Uh, I got it on sale on their holiday sale. So I paid $20 and got the like 
super edition where it's just like here's the season pass here's prey here's the dlc that's not for too 20 bad. bucks yeah so i've been playing the moon crash dlc where it's just randomly generated the base is the same but the weapons monsters and items are all randomly generated and same with some uh what do you call it? like environmental effects like you're perfect you you will die that's the point so when you die and it regenerates the base for you to go through there's some rooms where like i'll go through them and i'm just like it was normal like five times but then the sixth time you know i died and went through that same room the whole fucking room was on fire and i couldn't get through specific doors because there was like fire in front of it so yeah it like changed that entire room up so i had to work my way around things Nice, that's cool. That's something I, I definitely wanted to check out. I, I think I bought that on sale for like 10 bucks on disc, but it doesn't have like the DLC or anything. But yeah, I heard when they announced that DLC that they did that randomization thing. I thought that was a really cool idea. It's really neat. Cool. Well, uh, news time? Yeah, well, can I go? Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, we're no. fucking <laughs> super duper, <laughs> super duper behind, but I'll try to go through this. Super quick. Yeah, because we talked about Monster Hunter for an hour. Yeah, we tend to do that. We talked about a couple things for longer than we probably should have, but that's okay. Um, But uh, I played the bare minimum of Street Fighter to get my weeklies done. At this rate, I might complete the game in 2025, but probably not. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I I still want to get Cammy's Jill uniform, but I can't bring myself to pay a quarter of the cost of the game itself for a single costume. I fucking hate the current state of gaming, but that's okay. Do you guys remember when you could actually play a game and unlock stuff while playing the game? What a novel concept that is. Oh, well, I'm rewarded man. and I get new stuff for actually playing the game? Whoa. But no, Dude, now I gotta buy that you say that you shit. feel a sense of pride and accomplishment? Yeah, right? Instead of shame because you have to fucking pay for it? I mean, the games I play, I get that. I don't know what the fuck you're playing. Street Fighter, that's what I'm playing. It's garbage. Oh, Street Fighter. <laughs> Uh, I'm also playing through the Last of Us campaign. I completed all the shitty multiplayer stuff, and I'm about a third of the way into the campaign. I'm just going through and getting all the collectibles, all the upgrades, trying to 100% it. want to platinum that game. I feel uh, so bad that you were like, I'm going to try to do this. I'm like, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? At the end, you were like, I want to do this at the end. Or something. I still think you're wrong. I could swear. I would put money on that. I, I'm I don't positive. think that's the kind of game that you can fuck up your ending. It's a well, set it ending. might it might be, like it might not have a consequence whether you go one way or the other. But I swear, you probably it's just there. die. May, yeah, you probably do or something. Your partner but died. at the end of my playthrough, <laughs> I will let you guys know. But I'm pretty sure it's a thing. But we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that that game's kind of a fucking pain in the ass to to platinum because there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 collectibles, which is fucking stupid. And it Wait, requir- for what game? For The Last of Us. Wow. They have to pay for them though. And uh, yeah, they're free. <laughs> and it requires... no, you just have to pay for the map to find the collectibles. Uh, God, that would be fucking terrible. It, and it takes at least two playthroughs to get everything. So it's, I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but it's a great game. So it's. It's, in, it's at least enjoyable while I do it, so there's that. The multiplayer was just a fucking grind. I didn't really enjoy that a whole lot, but uh, that's done, so yay. It was stupid. And, uh, yeah, and I played the Resident Evil 2 remake, and that was good shit. And that's about it. So, yeah, it's time for some news. Oh, no, Shayla, Shayla she should have chimed in and then everybody would have participated. 
Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good that job. was the laziest do to do I wow. have ever heard. I think it was we... like I got my to do and now everybody shut up. Do 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 do. All right, so Netflix is being sued over Bandersnatch by the rights holders of nice. Choose Your Own Adventure. That's so fucking dumb. It's the dumbest. Everybody, we we are so lawsuit happy these days. It's fucking getting ridiculous. But um, the company appropriately named ChooseCo, unbeknownst Choose to Co. me, owns the copyright on Choose Your Own Adventure, which seems fucking ridiculous. That's like having the copyright to Action Adventure. How that's can like you... that's like uh, somebody suing somebody over a dance because you know we yeah. can sue people over exactly. a pattern of footsteps now. <clears throat> Carlton, that's like, that's like when fucking oh you guys messed me up. Now I forgot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Choose Co and Netflix engaged in an extensive negotiations that were ongoing for a number of years. But Netflix did not receive a license. So on at least one occasion before the release of Bandersnatch, Choose Co sent a written cease and desist request to Netflix, asking Netflix to stop using the Choose Your Own Adventure mark in connection with its marketing efforts for the television program. Everybody just like needs to chill the fuck out. Like, good lord. Stop suing everybody over everything. It's like, oh, I'm calling this a choose-your-own-adventure because you can choose your fucking own adventure. How do you own a copyright on that? Fuck off. I remember what it's like. It's like when Fine Brothers tried to copyright, like, React. React? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You can't react to anything now because we own the rights to React. It makes no sense. If you want to react, you got to sign up for React World. (laughs) Yeah. What else was Netflix supposed to call it? I know. That's Make just... your own decisions. I would well, say. I, mean... <laughs> I would say you... be like, call it Pathfinder, but then I'm like, shit, Pathfinder already exists. Did you guys ever read the Mario Brothers Choose Your Own Adventure books? No, no. I heard about those. Those were the shit. I, those were like my favorite books ever when I was little. Every time I hear Mario Brothers now, I think of that fucking quote of like, if their last name is Mario, then is it like Mario? Mario. <laughs> Mario, Mario. They did that in the fucking movie. My god. Why would you even speak of that atrocity? <laughs> I, I like that movie. Oh god. <laughs> I've, been, I've just been sitting here this whole time looking at this news page with a fucking bombshell. Coming soon. A bombshell of news. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're ready. I hope you've, uh, you've heard of this one. Go for it. Alright, so, uh... Apparently, Randy Pitchford of Gearbox Software, Borderlands guys, the CEO, who's just like, Borderlands is my creation, it's my baby, that guy, he uh, apparently secretly smuggled $12 million from the company for himself. And not only that, but I guess, as this this quote says, at a a Dallas, Texas restaurant, Pitchford himself left behind a USB drive by accident. When searching oh, that what? when someone searching that USB drive, they have found child pornography. Fuck. This sounds like a little bullshitty. <laughs> like really Can't... he just happened to leave a flash drive there that had all this incriminating fucking stuff on it. That part is shady. Like I'm just like, damn, twelve million dollars and you're a pedo? Not to say that I believe it immediately, because the flash drive thing, that's that crept up after the 12 million, but and the 12 million 12 thing million sounds pretty dollars? legit. How do you get away with 12 million dollars and nobody notices? 
I mean, it's well, possible I, for sure. Shit like that happens all the time, but like, what I, the I might hell? be taking this out of context, but from my glimpses of the news, uh, there was a lawyer for the company, and he knew about it, but he kept it secret until you didn't work there anymore. And wow. he recently spoke up about it. <laughs> and, you know, if you knew about it and you didn't say anything, doesn't that make you just as bad as Randy Pitchford sailing fucking... I'm sure that holds you legally accountable, yeah. Yeah. So good job, buddy. Way to fucking incriminate yourself. <laughs> and so I was, I was like bombshell. I was just like, holy shit. Damn. So I've been seeing people on fucking Twitter. i seen this one guy. He had a... It was signed by, like, the development team at Gearbox. A signed uh, copy, like, sealed of Borderlands 1. Like, framed. Signed by the dev team and Randy Pitchford, and he just took it on his wall, took it off his wall, walked over, and just put it in the trash and just closed the <laughs> lid. <laughs> wow, I was like, up. "Damn!" Like that was a prized possession. Now it's all fucking. Now it's filth. garbage. That's sad. Yeah, you never know with people. People, people be crazy. That's that's just crazy to me. I'm yeah, I'll be like, curious to you, see kind of where that how goes. How do you get away with twelve million dollars, Randy? Like, legitimate or not? At least fucking make it 10 mil and pay that lawyer 2 million so he shuts <laughs> the fuck up. Right? That's kind of a no-brainer, you would think. Jeez. I mean, what the fuck? Wow. Randy, you idiot. Wow. Silly Randy. Hmm. It's sad because, like, uh, Gearbox was the first company I ever looked up to in, like, game design in my life. Because when I played Borderlands, I held it in such high regard that, I like, to me, uh, first learning about the company... And, like, watching interviews, not recently, but, I mean, like, first hearing about Gearbox and Borderlands 1 came out, I actually looked up to Randy Pitchford, and I was like, man, that is so, that's a cool fucking guy right there. How old were you? Ah, God, when did Borderlands 1 come out? That's how he gets you. That's how he, oh, my God, I just realized that you did. (laughs) When I was little, I looked up to this guy that apparently was a pedophile. Yeah, I but uh yeah but did you crazy. did you play that aliens colonial marines though that was a here's good game. the thing <laughs> oh my i'm gonna do God. a let's play of that because i went out and bought that like Ugh. a few months ago Ugh. i have that and i tried to return it to eb games and they're like no we don't want it. <laughs> no we don't want it also <laughs> I, uh, on that game are like, final no. <laughs> i don't care that it's again. not opened i have it on my shelf behind me right now and it has yet to right go in it. my 360 and I'm Same. ready to make a series on it. Same. I'm looking yeah. right at it. I have it, it too. I, I think I picked it up for like $3 or something like that. Yeah, that's about what I picked it up for. And it was too much. <laughs> Shayla, wasn't it you that was like, we're all playing this game, you should get it. And then like I got it, and oh, you, no. you were like, did you get it? Because, no, it's it's horrible, don't get it. I'm like, it's too late. <laughs> I would be so upset if you talked oh, no. me into buying fucking I Colonial like Marines. Bucks. That's a friendship bucks. ender right there. Yeah, the game was so bad. What was it? Is that the game you got, Josh? Yeah, that was the game that you guys were all playing, and then, like, I, I bought it right away, but you didn't think I would. And you were like, don't buy it. It's too don't late. It's five bucks. And you're like, I already bought it. And I was like, no! Nah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't hate me, please. Sounds about right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Just random news <laughs> now. <laughs> So I, I guess we'll use that to segue into the next news item. Amazon okay. is working on a new video game streaming service. So Why do people think this is new news when they well, announced this fucking four years ago? It's, 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 it's more of an update. It, like, it's this resurfacing. in itself isn't news, 
but it's getting a lot closer to becoming a real thing. So the service aims to eliminate the need for hardware required to run demanding games by running the games on powerful data centers and streaming the content directly to whatever platform that you want. Smartphone, tablets, smart TVs, whatever. The service is expected to release sometime in or after 2020. And this is going to join Microsoft's Project xCloud and Google's Project Stream service uh, that all pretty much do the same thing. So we're going into the generation of streaming. So we're fucking, we're, it seems like we're already leaving digital and going into the next platform, which is crazy because like, I guess it's a form of digital, but it still feels like it's its own platform because it's Well, I mean, it's everybody that has fucking content. Sony's PlayStation Plus, Sony Now, whatever the fuck it's called. Right, PS go, Now, kind of. PS Now. It's, it, they all praise that. So I'm just like, yeah, I guess it's going to kind of take off. But I don't know how far it's going to get because here's the thing. I know how you feel about digital. You're just like, burn it all, fuck it, whatever. Can't physically burn it, but whatever. Worst, yeah, I was going to say, the worst thing is I can't even burn it. <laughs> I'm fine with digital. You know that. And yeah. I'm, I'm just like, okay, whatever. It's No matter what we do, we're going to be into the digital age. So I'm just sure. accepting it. I'm fine with it because I'm just like, no matter what, it's going to happen. Now, streaming games, no, I'm not okay with that. There's so many problems that could arise from that. Yeah, for me, it's like, it's the end of video games as we know it. <laughs> it's on the horizon. So first we get discs and cartridges that we own and can do with as we want. Then they take that away and they give us games digitally where we have no control over the ownership or accessibility of the game. And now we're not even going to have the game in any form at all. It's simply going to be temporarily streamed to us on an as-needed basis. How the fuck is everyone just willing to swallow this garbage? I'm not. It's I'm... crazy. And Here's the thing. The problem... I'll try it out. If it's a good service, then I'll be like, yeah. But I just ha I see too many problems for me to feel like I would enjoy it. Well, the thing is, too, like, sure, it doesn't matter what your hardware is. You have to have a damn good internet connection to make that work. And since you're solely dependent on the internet, like, if there's any kind of a glitch you lose connection for a split second, it's going to interrupt your game. Like, right. you're just going to be playing along, and then boom, just because you lost connection for a split second, it's going to just shut your game down. And you're fucked. There's nothing you can do about that. See, and at least with Xbox are... Game Pass, even if I'm offline, if I paid for one month of Game Pass and I lost internet, it actually still lets me play it offline. Yeah, that's going to go away. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just getting worse and worse. And on top of these services, the rumor has it that the next uh, Xbox console is going to be a streaming-focused console as, as well. So I heard it's, Project Scarlet will be yes. a streaming one, but other than Scarlet, both. they have uh, one or two Xboxes in the works right now. One is the streaming one, and that they said that'll make it cheaper because they don't have to put the disk drive in and everything like that. And they said they got a secondary Xbox in the works, which I can't remember if they released the code name or not, that was still will not be a streaming-only console where you could still play physical and digital and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's... Xbox it's 76. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's basically two variations of the same console. Like, it's both going to be, like, the same platform, but, yeah, one will be discless and one will just be 100% streaming. But the problem with that is 
with the market clearly going to streaming as you know google and amazon and all these companies get involved in it and microsoft is also investing in it obviously including that into their console i mean it's convenience like we talk about with digital people unknowingly are going to buy into this not looking at the ramifications and it's just going to take the fuck off they're going to be like oh, heard, uh, i'm not going to pay the extra to get this disc based system when i can just have this small box it's cheaper and i can just have all my stuff immediately like right. people are just going to buy into it immediately and then the numbers are going to reflect that and then that's going to be another notch into oh we should make things digital or not digital but streaming Around the apparent rumor mill, I heard that the next Xbox will have, like, focus on VR, too. So, I guess that's going to be the Kinect's replacement. Can I can I go a tangent about Kinect real quick? We don't have time. Okay. <laughs> We're already okay. at an hour. All right. Bring it up next Moving time. On. Bring it up next time. If but I remember. There's, there's always room for a tangent. Well, except for now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, next thing we got, there is a new Alien game titled Alien Blackout. Garbage. And, uh, yeah. Did you like Alien Isolation? Have you been waiting patiently for a sequel? Well, tough shit. You're never going to get that. It, You're never, ever going to get that. But you will get is a half-assed pseudo-sequel on a platform that encapsulates Absolutely. horror games like no other. What platform is that? Your mobile PC phone. Your mobile phone. Yeah. Fuck off. Come on, guys. You're telling me you don't have phones? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. What a clusterfuck that was. But, oh, yeah. are you referencing Diablo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm referencing Diablo Immortal. Uh... But yeah, so, like, people really liked Alien Isolation, and people have been wanting a sequel, and then they give us a side story or something, and it's, it's on a, a fucking mobile platform. It's... What I could catch of it, it's Five Nights at Freddy's Alien Skinned. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. You sit in one room, and you look at monitors, and you guide crew members to other rooms to safety, That's and you sit bullshit. in one room and Nobody try Five wants Nights that. Alien. It's like you have everybody asking for this thing, and they're like, oh, well, we don't want to give you that, but we'll give you this really shitty version of that on a platform that you don't want it on. They just didn't learn from a uh, fucking... Uh, Diablo. Blizzard, apparently. Yeah, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, name. too. This, ha- this came about after that whole clusterfuck. you think they would look at that and be like, oh, maybe we should not. <laughs> and then the last item we have is a double dose of Destiny news. So, first off, <laughs> Bungie released the final piece of paid DLC for Destiny 2, but you can't play it because it's locked behind the most complex puzzle ever devised by man. Or woman. Money. Hashtag 2014. 2014. <laughs> <And the body laughs> is the most complex puzzle. It is. What? Yeah, so Bungie thought it would be all cute and shit by making the community solve a complicated puzzle to open up a door that gets you to the new content. Content nice. that you paid for. <laughs> this is nice. fucking DLC. So not only do we have to pay for DLC, but we have to unlock it too? Wow. Here's the thing. I kind of like the idea. But also here's the thing as well. Nobody solved the puzzle within the 24 hours and they got locked out. Exactly, yeah. To gain access to the new DLC, at least one person across the entire community would have to solve the puzzle. And the puzzle was so complicated that across two days, with some players spending 18 or more hours straight working on this, nobody could figure it out. So Bungie had to go in and unlock the DLC manually. actually making something and not holding their hand. 
Well, I looked up a couple of pictures of this puzzle. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't even understand how anyone could begin to fucking decode what the hell ever that puzzle is. It's stupid. It's like you gotta learn a new language to solve it and get access. Yeah, pretty much. It's a cool idea if it was done right, but this should have been done on something that's free. You know, like, oh, here's this content that we're giving to you guys. If you can solve this puzzle, you get it. Don't fucking lock off DLC that you paid for behind this impossible puzzle. That's fucking bullshit. Apparently they're rectifying it somehow already and they're figuring... Well, they already unlocked it, but people had to wait two days. And especially the people that were trying to figure it out, they've got to be pissed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, like, so the people that paid for it had to wait two days and then the people that were trying to solve it get that frustration of never being able to even solve the shit and they wasted all that time. It's so shitty. I would have made it at least, like, a week, you know, instead of 24 hours. Apparently somebody broke it. Again, like, if it was free, yeah. They should have given it maybe, like, a week. But not if it's paid. You can't withhold content from people that you took money from for this content. They're still getting the content, though. Yeah, eventually. (laughs) about it. I'd be pissed. It's like... It's like, hey, we decided to put a Resident Evil 3 full campaign in Resident Evil 2. It's going to cost $40, but uh, you can't play it until you solve this fucking puzzle that was created by a rocket scientist. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. Okay, and if nobody can solve it, then they'll still unlock it, so... Yeah, but you're I, wait- I'm not waiting. You're waiting to get it anyway, not, either or. But that's the thing, I'm. you're going to make me wait for a game that you charged me for? How would, That doesn't even sound legal. <laughs> But it's not a game if it's DLC. I want to know. I want to know who designed the puzzle that was that hard. I know, right? Like who? Like it's like that guy somehow was like, dude, you're our only hope. You have to mail the most impossible puzzle. It'll give us an extra two weeks to fucking finish the game, and the gamers won't be able to figure it out for like two weeks. Just do the just do the puzzle. <laughs> yeah, do the puzzle quick. It'll save us. But no, this this is actually like this. If this had been done correctly, that would be, it would have been really that cool. Was the case, though. Like even if they did something like this, content's coming out. Like maybe you can even do paid content in this instance. But like, okay, this DLC is coming out in two weeks. But if you can solve this puzzle, you can play it now. That'd be cool. Yeah. But like nobody, this was not part of marketing. People didn't buy this DLC expecting, oh, it's going to be locked behind this puzzle. It's like, oh, here's the DLC that you you prepaid for. Oh, and by the way, you can't play it until you solve this puzzle. That's horrible. Like it's that sounds horrible, but at least they were just like, at, the upside to that is at least they said, oh, you're not locked out forever. One person, just one, has to figure it out, and then everybody's good. But they made it so hard that no one could even figure it out. Yeah, but that's that's the balancing scale. It's like they might have made it hard, but it only takes one person to solve it for everybody to get access. And like somebody made the point too, like what if what if you took a weekend off of work to play this DLC that you paid for? And then you get on and guess what? You can't play it. It's out, it's released, you paid for it, but now you took this time off to play this game and you can't. Well, I mean, you could still play it. No, not the DLC that you took the time off to play specifically, because it's locked behind a fucking puzzle. But the DLC is part of the puzzle! Part of the 
did I... The DLC was the puzzle. Well, the DLC yeah, was the puzzle. <laughs> it's, the DLC is part of the puzzle, or the puzzle is part of the DLC, should I say. So you're still playing the DLC. You're just trying to help solve a mystery so you can get more DLC. Oh my god, whatever. You know what the, you know what the <laughs> fucking content was? Though? I'd be pissed. It was like two skins. <laughs> yeah, they finally open up the door and it's nothing. It's a loot box. That's horrible. Skin for your ghost and... Uh... Wait, yeah. there was no gameplay behind the puzzle? No, there no, is. There was... is. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought she. I thought she jokes. said that the the reward behind the puzzle was just two skins and nothing else. I was about to well, say that. that. that I didn't is. know there was something else. Yeah, no. It's... I found like a five second clip of people who finally beat the puzzle. They just like turn around and it's opening and they're like, "Where?" <laughs> <laughs> they just quit Destiny forever at that point. I don't yeah, give a shit anymore. I think that's a really really bad way to fucking release content and a good way to alienate your your fan base good good job Bungie. I, okay here's the difference and here's here's how i'm seeing it i don't think it's really alienating anybody it's just like yeah cool you know it's part of the dlc the puzzle now alienating people would be that dumb shit they pulled when they first released the game when the first paid dlc came out and then people are like, oh, cool, the new raid is out, and it's updated and in my game. And then they go to access, and they go, uh, 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 you have to buy the season pass to get access to this raid. That would be locking people out of content, forcing them to buy DLC. But the puzzle's part of the DLC. It's part of the experience. That's like saying, so, oh, I okay, bought this let, DLC. Let's, let's put it this way. Okay, so you, you go and you buy a car, and you pay full price for that car. You drive it off the lot. And you try to go to the back seat and try to open the back doors, and they don't open. You call the the dealer, and they're like, or you're like, what the fuck? I can't get into the back. I can't get into the back seat of my car. What's what's going on? I I paid full price for this, and I I still can't get into the back seat of my car. And they're just like, oh well, uh, you just have to solve this puzzle, and uh, you can get right in there. No, there's a difference because in a car dealership, they actually have to disclose that you have to solve the puzzle before buying it. Well, shouldn't the fucking publishing company have to disclose that you have to solve a puzzle before accessing the DLC that you paid for? But the gameplay is the puzzle! It's not, though. It's part it's of the not, DLC! Though. They even said specifically, to get to the DLC that you paid for, the actual DLC that they took your money for, you have to solve this puzzle. Therefore, the puzzle's not part of the DLC. Okay, it's if, a, I, it's a if I get into roadblock. Destiny right now and I boot it up, will I have access to the puzzle? Yes. I don't know. You have, maybe. Access, you have access to the room. You can't open the door unless you. There's a reason to open it. Boom. There so it's part of the DLC. But, but isn't it? Is it a puzzle that once someone solves it, like anyone could just look it up and solve it? No, you it? have to pay for it. Oh. So, if I okay, so they did it in Destiny One. Nobody bitched about it then. Um, there was a room built into the game. And it was part of DLC, and it was there, and people could access it, but they couldn't do anything with it. It was an empty room. But this, you're saying I this mean, is part of the DLC? It was part of Destiny 1's DLC. People found a room, and you could go in it, and later on it became part of DLC and was part of gameplay. And there was a room in there that you couldn't really get into until the DLC came out. So, now Destiny 2 comes along... There's a room there. Apparently I can access it if I go onto it, but I can't actually do anything with it gameplay-wise until I buy the DLC. So the gameplay is part of the DLC. The room's there, but the gameplay of the puzzle is part of the DLC. 
So the gameplay is part of the DLC. So we have to move on. <laughs> it's 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 scummy. It's a little scummy. But um. But they unlocked it for everybody. So how's it scummy? I mean, I'm all two, for shitting on Destiny 2 because fuck days Activision later, and Bungie and what they did later, with it. If Destiny is your thing and like that's your Resident Evil 2 that you've been waiting for and you took time off to play that game and you paid for it in advance and you go to play it and you can't and you have to wait two days for any reason at all, you're going to be pissed. Right. But there you have it. It's part of the, <laughs> it's part of the gameplay, though. Yeah, well, that's some shitty-ass gameplay. It's shitty-ass gameplay. So, can't fault him for that. I can't defend shitty gameplay. So the ne- the other part of the Bungie news is that Bungie announced that they are splitting uh, with Activision. They're, they're going to have full ownership of Destiny going forward, so they're no longer going to have to deal with Activision's horse shit <laughs> that they have been since they initially partnered to, to make Destiny. So that'll be kind of interesting. The partnership between the two companies has mostly been kind of a rocky one with Activision focusing more on like the business aspect and Bungie more on the quality of the product. So they kind of butted heads with that and, and it came much, out shitty on both games. Pretty much. Most most of the community blames Activision for the business side of it ruining the gameplay stuff and doing like loot boxes and these shitty DLC maneuvers that they've been doing. So now that Activision is gone and Bungie is going to be taking that over, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what they do with that if all these shitty DLCs and all these missteps that they've been making in the past if that's going to carry forward yeah if that all goes away we know who to blame yeah, exactly but if it stays we know who to blame yeah Bungie's going to be fucked <laughs> because not only does that clarify that it was Bungie or at least partially Bungie that was causing all this shit but then they've basically lied you know like they've in the eyes of the community, they've been the victim. You know, yeah, they've been like, oh, well, it's not our fault. We just want to give you a good game. And then they get the rights to own the game in in its entirety. And then things continue to be shitty and shady. That's going to make them look real bad. So now that Bungie is going self-publishing for good, do you think that Bungie is going to not only self-publish the Bungie titles... Uh, their new IP, which they haven't announced yet, that they got that $100 million for, and their own game, Destiny, and Destiny 3, if if that's a thing. Um, do you think that they're going to actually start reaching out to other developers and publishing their games as well and become a parent company? In today's climate, maybe. I mean, that kind of seems to be what people are doing. You know, they're turning into distribution centers and Epic. multi yeah and multi-layered publishers and branching outside of their actual company so i don't know maybe we'll see what because i i haven't heard anyone bring up that topic yet because they're just like oh bungie's going self-publishing bungie's going self-publishing bungie's gonna just push out destiny by themselves now i see self-publishing as okay you can self-publish your own game but now that you're a publishing company as well partly I was like, oh, are you going to expand that? Like, get some indie developers be like, I like your game. We can publish that. Honestly, I think... Like I think Team they'll 17. probably step away from Destiny and do whatever their, whatever their other project is that they're working on and see where that goes. And if that does well enough, then maybe they'll grow from that. But I don't think they're I, big enough and in a position where they can just right out the gate do something that monumental. They They have a lot of recovery to do. Oh, yeah, they have a few years before they announce anything. Yeah. 
but I mean, they have the potential. You know, they built themselves up super strong with Halo and kind of killed that with uh, Destiny. <laughs> but, I um, uh, I thought it was uh, weird going on Twitter and then seeing like the news. And as soon as I saw the news, fucking Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, goes, I'm looking forward to our new partnership working with you guys in the future on the new projects. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean, Phil? Wow. Hashtag bring Bungie home. That would be great if they if they fucking bought Bungie back and put them back on Halo. That would be great. I don't think they would put them back on Halo. They'd just be like, oh, yeah, Bungie's making a new first-party IP for us, and it's not Halo. I mean... Microsoft's been all about like buying and growing their development team, so they've been bin shopping lately yeah. this past year. They're trying to 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 consume more developers to to kind of grow. I and think get they more, uh, within this exclusives. past year they went from three to I think thirteen total first party published or yeah. developers. But at this point, Bungie is probably a little bit too expensive for the risk. I would think. I think if if they do release this whatever game they're working on and it's it's a good game and they kind of establish themselves a little bit better, I think maybe then they'd be willing to to spend the money that Bungie's probably going to ask to be bought. But until then, I don't know. I think that's a risk. I don't know. I feel like Bungie, like, it'd be nice if they came home, but I feel like Bungie's going to be third-party semi with Microsoft now but they're they're not going to get bought out in any way. I feel like they're going to deny every deal that comes to them unless it's like a 4 billion dollar fucking deal like and Minecraft. No one's going to give them that deal at this point. There's no way. Yeah. No I don't chance. even think Microsoft would be like oh, our no. golden boy, here's 4 billion dollars. I don't think they would do that. Nope. In my opinion, they're they're not even a billion dollar company. <laughs> not they're not a billion dollar company. Yeah. I don't even think they have that potential right now. Not until they essentially fix their brand they don't but they we'll honestly don't Bungie has fallen from grace for me so i'm excited oh, about the future it's period <laughs> they have fallen yeah. from grace yeah ever since they left microsoft they just went immediately downhill but who knows it could be activision's fault you know the rumors could be true that they tainted Bungie, and maybe they'll fix everything who knows did we'll, you hear we'll about the champagne what so apparently in studio from one of the insiders that works at Bungie, when they announced, they like gathered everybody up in the company and announced that they're splitting from Activision, that... And they partied? <laughs> when, they, when they announced it, everybody was so hype, they popped champagne and started wow. cheering. That's kind of sad. They were like prisoners in their own company. That's like, that tells me, that's like, if you're having a fucking party from splitting with that company, it must have been rough. Well, hey, it could be worse. They could be Telltale. Yeah, you could be Telltale. It could be worse. Can't be Telltale with Activision money. It's impossible. Mm. I don't know. Anything's possible. I don't know. Telltale went self-publishing, and now they're no more. Yeah, maybe. But they didn't have Activision money. Yeah. Well, neither does Bungie now. Now now Bungie doesn't have Activision money, so they might go all Telltale. I doubt it, because they have name recognition. Like, Telltale had name recognition, but they had The Walking Dead Season 1. And if you look at the charts, that's actually their highest-selling game of all time, and nothing has gone halfway close to that. So, but I feel like... Bungie hasn't had a one-hit wonder. Like, Destiny's big, Halo is big. They got name recognition to carry them for a good few years. Like, if they put out... They could put out shit, 
people are going to buy it. It'll damage their name, but they could still float on that. Let's just hope they don't post shit to float on. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It could go either way at this point. I feel like they're going to do good. I have uh, I have all of the faith in the world right now for Bungie, and I wish them the best. Yeah, me too. I'm optimistic. I'm excited for it to it's the a, future. Either way, it's it's a good turn of events because oh, yeah. we need to see one way or the you, other what Bungie's made of. <laughs> and it has you to be got good. any more news, Sean? <laughs> nope, do you? <laughs> this I better be good news. Day. They broke out the champagne. I have one. Yeah. Well, no, fuck you. Shayla first. <laughs> she said. If I had one, I forgot it. Wow, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jazz. Well, Go ahead, Shayla. I was just going to say the only stuff I had to say was just like new Monster Hunter stuff, but there's some new cool quests I saw on Twitter. One with like a giant pig and a giant jagger. And apparently oh, right. Geralt from Witcher is going to... That's like have a monster fun. hunter event. Yeah, I think they I think they actually dated that, but yeah, February eighth. Oh good, you got it. What what is it? February eighth. Ooh, it's soon. Soon, soon, soon. I'm in the mood for chocolate all of a sudden. Now I wanna leave and go eat chocolate. Can we What's we your have this jazz? Out? Oh, I was actually gonna be just retarded to make fun okay. of the one last time. I was gonna be like, Do you know what that KFC is made of chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Randy Pitchford's yeah, a pedophile? Burger King. But I actually don't have any. Wow. You're terrible. I mean, it's kind of a... I mean, some of those items were kind of big, but overall, slow news week. And it's... I mean, it's January. You know, it's the slow time for video games for the most part. So kind of expect some slower news weeks until things pick up a little bit. But yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. We'll go into updates and uh, bring this to a close. What's the updates thing again? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was better than last week. You're you're getting I don't, there. I, I never that went was back. Almost to like listen. a siren, though. <laughs> Perfect. We're an update police car. Blue blue light special. Something. Blue light. Yeah. Why not? Red light. Would you prefer the red light? All right. What is this? No, blue light is up? beer. I love it. Wow. So for me, it's safe to say that the update section is kind of in limbo for me specifically, just because my situation at least until i get a new apartment um without access to the tools i need to make content i'm kind of shit out of luck i lost the holiday quickly losing january in which i had tons of plans to do content surrounding content for you sean do it but yeah there's a lot of stuff i wanted to already be done and posting for resident evil 2 that i i just can't do right now until i get a place but i'll be working on that content whenever i can might come a little bit later than i wanted to so bear with me Life can be an unforgiving asshole. <laughs> so, but in the meantime, I'll be focusing on the content that I can create. Um, kind of like the, the audio dramedy that I'm going to be doing with Diz and scripting and just basic stuff like that. So I will be working on stuff and hopefully this isn't going to be much longer, maybe a couple of weeks, I hope. We'll see. But once that changes, I will let you guys know on the podcast and we'll just kind of go from there. But uh, yeah, what about you, Jazz? Lighten the mood by sharing the wealth of projects that you have nearing completion. <laughs> nearing completion? <laughs> when life gives you uh, lemons, sometimes you gotta suck a dick. I don't know, something like that. What? <laughs> wow! <laughs> when life gives you coconuts, you ride to Camelot. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, I, like I said earlier, I've 
I was trying to work a little bit on that playthrough I did of the, the demo. And then on that, I used like a USB key to get the videos off my PS4. And I noticed that I had already uploaded uh, one from a different playthrough. So that's another one coming up. Oh, nice. Um, I hope it I wasn't Randy much... Pitchford's USB. Oh, God, there it is. We found it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, is it, are you working on a machinima? Waffle Poop Productions, y'all. <laughs> Waffle Poop, y'all. Um, I've been editing more and more on episode three of Irrelevations. Are you going to send me that same fucking screenshot that you always send me to indicate that you've been working on stuff? No, I got a new one now. Oh, well, I, I sent you no, a you picture. you can use that one for the next like, six weeks. Where's with this picture? <laughs> and I was like, it's actually a screenshot. That's pretty much what I've been up to. How about you, Shayla? I've been editing my Monster Hunter Machinima, and I need lines from people. We need lines from you. Yeah, you need to, like, I thought about that. You told me, like, you guilt-tripped me, like, saying, oh, I don't have your lines yet, but you never even gave me them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you did. Anyway, that's all. I'm just (laughs) Machinima. Machinima. Wow, Are we still doing, doing plugs? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but wow. um, yeah. How about you, Cody? What What are you working on? Well, right now I got a still don't get film plugs because people know who you are. You were on the podcast, so just tell us what you're doing. <laughs> what if they're new to the podcast? Oh, you son of a bitch! Fine, you can do it because it's been a while. But first, tell us what, right. what you're doing, and then plug yourself. Yeah. Um, kind of just doing a whole bunch of let's plays. Working on an album, but that really is kind of out of the realm of YouTube. But I got the next few weeks covered in Let's Plays. Spyro's coming up. Uh, some Prey. Prey isn't uploaded yet, but that's a coming. And yeah, videos every day, free PM. I'm trying to keep on schedule this year. Uh, oh, I forgot Need for Speed uh, Payback is going on right now on the channel. So yeah, and I just posted the RE2 demo yesterday. The R2 yeah. demo by demo. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so you could check that out at Demo Demon. That's all you gotta look for on YouTube. And search it. Yeah, I almost said Google Demon. it, but you can't Google things on YouTube, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube is Google. You're just Googling videos. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, yeah, I post every day, 3 p.m., and constantly working. And yes, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff coming out. Daily. When, when's your when's your uh, when's your machinima coming out? Mine. Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking again recently about uh, booting up because I re-uploaded the first episode today. Actually, uh, more at eleven with uh, Cunt Clarkson. Did, oh, yeah. did anybody remember that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sean remembers it. I said that earlier, and Jazz's like, "No, I have no idea what you're talking." I've about. I've never was... even heard about it. So how do you expect it's, me to remember it? it? Oh, how can I, I remember swear things you I don't know. Back when I first posted it, but yeah, I uh, I put reposted the first episode that was posted on Christmas Eve 2017. Reuploaded that today, and that's just like a green screened Halo character. I made a like a new set and green screened him in there. So his name is Cunt Clarkson, and his weatherman Radical Steve, I feel and his his weatherman <laughs> Radical Steve, and uh. The 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 out on field lady Sarah Mick. What's it? What it doesn't matter. What's your phone number? Demo five 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 B S C K. So yeah, hopefully I'll 
start doing machinima again soon but yeah, you should. Right now, I've just been let's it's play. It's super heavy. easy, and you can put it together in a matter of seconds. It's not super easy. <laughs> <Again, laughs> coming fucked. from you, Mister Ten Years. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Triggered. <laughs> that was supposed to be ironic because it's not true. <laughs> Fuck off. That's not irony. That's why. You. But it's like, irony. Irony. But people think that I can just whip together Machinima in 30 seconds and be done, but it doesn't work That's like true. that. It's true. We do. That's, it's impossible. LeonDodd.wmb. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, punch the person to your left as hard as you possibly can. And maybe also subscribe and stuff. Have a great day and week. Yeah. And we will see you Monday. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh.